0: And the best part? You can try it yourself with their 7-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month.
1: Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. My name is Mark Striegel. I'm so glad you can join us on this episode. It's another Metal Raps. Again, this is a show I do with Mitch Joel and Mitch LaFon. I am now putting it out over the Talking Metal feed here, uh, in addition to its own separate feed on iTunes. So if you don't like it and you're a Talking Metal listener, don't listen. If you do like it and maybe you are sick of Talking Metal and you just want to get Metal Raps, you can go subscribe to it individually on iTunes. That's that. And anyways, again, this is the most recent edition of Metal Wraps on the Talking Metal stream. Check out TalkingMetal.com for more information. Thank you.
2: Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to Metal Raps number 19. My name is Mitch Joel, and as always, I am joined by Talking Metal's Mark Striegel. Mark, how's it going?
1: It's going good, Mitch.
2: Good. <laughs> and also with one-on-one and Mitch Lafon. Mitch Lafon.
3: Yeah, here I am, the one-on-one guy.
2: The welcome. one-on-one with Mitch Lafon. <laughs> Mitch
3: Lafon. That's right. Who, do you, who have you had on the show re- recently, Mitch? Oh, uh, Mickey D from uh, Motorhead. And uh, we've got John Bush coming up tomorrow, uh, Rudy Sarzo, nice. uh, Frankie Bello coming up. Uh, who else? Uh, Rudolph Schenker not too long ago. Just keep going. Moving on. Well, you,
2: you mentioned them. Mickey D, was this prior to Motorhead cancellations?
3: You know, uh, the first show they canceled in Salt Lake City on, I guess, August 27th. And I spoke to him. On the bus at the Salt Lake City show, so before it all started going down. So I was on the ground floor asking him about Lemmy's health, and he was like, yeah, yeah, he's great. And then, of course, two hours later, they do three songs and call it a day, so there you go. So
2: he he didn't make any comments as to Lemmy's health? Because Lemmy's health has been talked about for a bit prior to the sort of of onslaught of cancellations. You know, we're here now. Right, and the cancellations in in the past. Yeah, exactly. Um, and w- w- I mean, just if you see the videos, which I think most of us have seen these videos of Lemmy from Motorhead, um, it's hard to watch. I mean, this is yeah. like not like uh, you know. I think we we've all sort of seen people go through things like altitude sickness and stuff like that. Lemmy looks like not great. Right.
3: Yeah. No. No mention of that, but it makes sense, you know. Whenever somebody in a band is sick, there's there's a whole PR machine about don't talk about it, just do the show, just you know.
2: But they're not yeah. doing the show. These shows are being canceled, and it, not that it's problematic because they're being canceled. My, 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 my sort of angle on this is: um, one is this guy needs to get better, and I don't know what better is because you know it's not like Lemmy was a, sort of a picture of health. A guy lives really, really hard. So one is this guy needs to get better, or get back to who he was. Two is you know we're seeing bands like Black Sabbath and Motley Crue call it a day. I, I I love Lemmy and I know there's the old joke you know he he died what he he died doing what he loves most but I don't think anybody wants to see that.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, you know it's uh, it's it's time I think for for Lemmy to to call it a day and and I I don't know exactly why he is he is still out there doing it and. You know, listen, he he's he's not doing cocaine every day anymore and he's not drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. However, he still smokes and drinks a bottle of wine every day. This isn't this isn't the guy at this point at 70 plus years who's going to change his lifestyle. Uh, So why not just retire, call it a day, go back to the, you know, studio apartment there on right down the street from the rainbow and and. drink some wine and, and, uh, you know, again, become
2: an an attraction.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's time. I mean, um, it's, uh, it's, it's sad to watch him go out there and try to do it. And let's, let's, uh, you know, just, just leave it at that. There's no point in, you know, extending this, uh, any longer.
2: Well, I mean, look, there's a couple things that I I think about when I see things like that. One is – and again, let's put aside the health. Why does he still do it? It's all he knows. the money? Yeah, well, that's it, right? So money is one. Does he have to do it? Is it just the way he lives? It's just – it's not a great life that we all sort of anticipate for rock stars. Two is it's just what he knows. Like all he knows how to do is make albums and go out on tour. And if he doesn't have that, it's almost like admitting to retirement. And while it's easy for us to sit here – You know, in in our comfy couches and say retire for a lot of people when it's all you know how to do, it's a really hard existence. And that's, you know, a lot of people that's when they actually really do start dying because they stop doing what they know or what they love. And that's the hard part about celebrity. It's the hard part about being a legend. It's the hard part about being Lemmy, which is, you know, I I don't think any of us want to see this guy go out on a low. At the same time, he may be fighting himself in this instance where he just wants to keep on going because he knows nothing else. And, you know, that's where I feel it's really sad. And and, and to me, I don't know about how you guys feel. It's the hardest part about being a metal fan now. It's It's seeing a lot of this where you're like yeah. – just you know it it's just hard to see whether it's people dying, people getting sick. Um, there's a lot of sort of like the energy of what the music is is getting sucked out of it almost. I don't know if if that's a fair statement. I don't know, mitch how you feel about it.
3: no, you're about right. I mean, it, you know you you remember them as being these sort of glorious warriors and now they're just sort of limping off into the sunset. but you know, it's the way it goes. And, and as far as why he hasn't retired, I don't think you can retire from being creative. It's not like retiring uh-huh. from the city. You know, when you retire from the city, you don't fill potholes anymore. It's, it's okay, great. I can live with that. But how can you not write music? I mean, that stuff is in your head and you can't just retire from not wanting to put pen to paper.
1: I, I, Is it possible he has absolutely no savings and retirement isn't an option? I mean, I, I hate to, you know, be, you know, well, the I mean, negative, uh, but I I I, 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 I would believe that.
3: But look at B.B. King. Look at uh, Chuck Berry. Look at these people. They're, you know, look at the Rolling Stones. I mean, you know, uh, Keith Richards looks like walking death, but and he doesn't need the money. But you just they can't put it down, it's, you know. It's not no, like I think it's account. a really
2: – you know, Mitch, I think it's a really salient point that when you're creative, you're creative or if it's sort of right. just playing music as who you are, you take that away. Like, like you know, it, he's right, right, Mark? Like, It's like if you said to Lemmy, well, just go and be an attraction at the Rainbow, it's like that's not who he is at the no. Rainbow. All he's talking about is when he's going to go next on tour. That's all the okay. guy knows for 50-plus years.
3: Yeah. Right. And and that's why you have actors, you know, like Bob Newhart, who he's still going around and, and Don Rickles and Harrison F- Creative people can't just retire. It's not like being an accountant You go, you know what, I'm done with this. I need to go sit on a beach somewhere. They don't do that.
2: Well, and so what's the other side of this? I mean, let's talk about, you know, things that have happened recently. So fine, Motley Crue as an entity has called it a day. I know that we all believe all the other guys, all the guys will surface somewhere at some point doing something. Uh, Sabbath calling it the end. Well,
3: can I correct you on the Motley Crue? All they've said... And they've repeated it, is that they're going to stop being a touring band. They've never said they were gonna stop being a band, and they never said they're gonna stop doing shows. They said they might do a show in Vegas or a special show in, you know, Paris for you know but they they just said they were gonna stop being a touring band. So the Motley Cruise not breaking up. They're just Rejigging the whole apparatus, Ugh,
2: Mitch. They're pulling the whole asterisk thing, it's like of small course. print. Of course. The thing the tour is called All Good Things Must Come to an End. They signed a contract, and now, now it's like all well, bad things must well, come no. to
3: an end. But who knows? I mean, they 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 might, uh you know maybe bring back karabi and go do crew songs with him no, or not, get rid of uh, nick mars and bring very in
2: unlikely. they're no. going to do the cruise tour they're going to do the cruise cruise they're going to do the yes. uh, the kiss convention thing that's, now and that's how they're going to i, I not I, I,
1: I don't think so i i, I believe think it's done. They're, they're they're pretty serious about being done i mean you know v- vince Neil has hinted oh well we might do something but I, Nikki 6 always sounds pretty definitive on you know hey this is this is it we're not going to do motley crew anymore i mean wow. that's at least what i've been reading read,
2: read but, the but we do have the, but we okay. do have the news that black sabbath is doing a tour it's called the end <laughs> so yes i don't think they've signed the contract we know bill ward isn't going to be taking part in the end um well we but don't it, know yes. that
3: no drummer has been announced yet right
2: we don't know that they might still do it but but here, here's my thought on this which is you know we are seeing a lot of this uh you know we just talked i think really passionately about what's happening with lemmy um, I think it's sort of good for bands to say let's call it a day. I'll give you my two cents on what's happened in the past couple of months in my metal world. One is uh, I didn't go see Molly Crew, and I was the biggest Molly Crew fan. I saw the first tour they did. I was there, you know, sort of dawning, fawning all over them in 1983 when they did the US Festival. I was guy in line for all of the albums and shows, and you name it. And I could probably name you every lyric from every song, and et cetera, right. et cetera. I have been done with seeing the band live for many years. I had no desire to go see them here. My sentiment was I'm sure it's a great show. I know there's a lot of pyro. Whether the music is pumped in or it's live, it was irrelevant to me. I feel like my time with that band had already come to an end. And a real similar sentiment for ACDC for me. You know, they came through playing these stadiums with, you know, 30,000, 40,000 people and it's not even all the way packed and uh, the stadiums really? down the in st-
1: Jersey, it was, there was 50,000 people sold out. It was insane.
2: So I'm sure but- it was insane but my feeling is, is, you know, look, Mark, you and I have talked about this before, Fly on the Wall tour. We've seen some pretty amazing things. I just feel like I've had my closure if you know what I mean. Like there's there's nothing new that I need to, to do from them and so there's that going on at the same time as bands announcing that they're done and I hear Sabbath announcing that and my sentiment is if that's how they feel great, if people want to still go see them great, again, I feel pretty much satiated with seeing them live. I don't need to see Sabbath live or feel, I got to catch this because I'll never see them again. I feel like I already, it's it's a bit of a BTDT, you know, been there, done that for me. Um, Mitch, how do you feel about the whole thing?
3: Well, you know, a little bit like you, actually. I'm in that sort of been there, done that with a lot of bands these days, but I want to go see Sabbath this one, one last time. If they come back, you know, as the extended The End Tour or Part 2, or I'm not sure I'll go to the Part 2, but they're going to come through Montreal in, in February. Mm-hmm. And I think I sort of owe it to myself to brave a snowstorm or whatever is going to be going on and, and get out there. Now, on the other hand, ACDC, I was with you. I saw them at the Olympic Stadium, what was it, four or five years ago on the black ice? And, well, I think that was what it was called, and I just went, "Yeah, I'm not into it. it. It sounds like hell in a stadium. It's not fun. It's not intimate. I'm done." And um, you know, I think uh, pretty much the same with Motley Crue, but they threw a curveball and they put in Alice Cooper. So, sure, that's, that's, that's a different story, right? That, that's you. a must go. I, I, I mean, hear you on that,
2: I, Mark. How are you on this whole scenario? Like, what, what are your feelings as a as a not so young rock fan anymore, like us? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I
1: I'm I'm really uh, you know divided in, inside you know there's part of me that feels like you know Zeppelin had it right you know they 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 you know or at least Robert Plant had it right he never put that band back together for for uh, you know a tour where they go out as old men and 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 diminish the the legacy of of what what they did back in the '70s and what was so just awesome I mean you could say the same thing about the doors for some, you know, kind of, you know, but it's just like, it's like, uh, it's like th- some of these bands, I feel like they go out and, and it's just not as good anymore. And that that's upsetting. However, with Motley Crue and, and, and Sabbath and, and even kiss and these groups, I, I, ACDC who I just saw last week at giant stadium, just 50,000 people packed amazing. Uh, I get so emotional, At the at the shows. And I just it's it brings back even though they're these old guys. I'm an old guy, too. I was a teenager when I used to go see them. There's something so emotionally uh, fulfilling and even draining for me personally, seeing these these guys go out there and, and do What meant so much to me, even though they're not in that top form anymore, it's uh, it's a rewarding and uh, and, you know, spiritual experience. It's going to be the same thing when I go see Star Wars in in December, you know, and and see those, uh, those, you know, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, uh, Mark Hamill recreate their roles. It's going to be it's going to be something highly emotional and uh you know they're not going to look like they did they're not going to be as great as they were back in the day but they are going to be there and and that's uh it's part of my life and and uh I love those people they're almost family to me you know
2: you're way more evolved than I am but I am looking way more forward to Star Wars than I am to say almost any of the <laughs> bands you've mentioned if I'm going to be fair but like, you know the Led Zeppelin comparison really is fascinating you know lately I I've, I've been Sort of traipsing a bit back in time, and I was watching the Celebration Day, the, the sort of reunion tour they did at the O2 in, in London. Yeah, one off. Um, yeah. The one off. I watched the. They were That's honored. Terrible. They were honored by um by the, the what was it? They did a U.S. thing. They were honored for some some award where Heart uh, did. Well, they were to heaven. Right. They did yeah, the that was a um, point.
3: The, Atlantic, the Kennedy honors. Well, at the they got the Kennedy. of the Atlantic Records 40th anniversary show.
2: Right, and so they also the Kennedy uh, uh, war honors, and so there was some like there was some press, and there was some you know, they're on Letterman, and they had you know Hart doing Starwood to Heaven, and Jack Black, and Lenny Kravitz, and I, I feel like those little things, however we feel about them, almost encouraged me to go back and see the Zeppelin as you sort of really romanticize it in in your in your in your brain it's the theater of the mind that comes to life a lot more and you know it's funny that's really where a lot of the questioning that i'm sort of probing you guys for tonight came from is because i watched that and i think you know it, it didn't ever get tired it didn't ever get I and mean, maybe in the opposite direction. Maybe they, they could have done a little bit more, but you know, even if you watch like it might get loud, the, the guitar documentary, which I hope the two of you have seen, because it's absolutely oh, amazing. It, yeah. And you know, you just watch like you know, the movie's going on, it's Jimmy Page, it's The Edge from U2, and it's Jack White from the White Stripes. And you know, Jimmy Page takes out his guitar, straps it on, three of them sit and he just does their you know, down, down down no, no, and you just see the two guys just stand up, they're smiling, they can't believe they're watching what's happening. And there was something about even that riff that we all know so well from Whole Lot of Love that still had magic to it. It wasn't weathered, it wasn't down, it wasn't here they go on tour again. And it's strange to be our age and in a place where music is either being forced to go away, there's the health issue to go away, or or we never got what we wanted out of it. And it really makes me wonder like who are the artists who are consistently delivering? And one of them that came to mind was Iron Maiden. I feel yeah. that Iron Maiden, even though they keep releasing the albums and keep touring, they just came out uh, with the Book of Souls now, and I'm loving the album. I feel like they're I'm not tired of them. I feel like there's there's something fresh there. Deep purple's like that too, where Rush a little bit too, where it just doesn't it's not getting too exhausted. Am I crazy for thinking that way, Mark?
1: Yeah, I mean with Rush I might argue with you a little bit. Uh I, I don't know. I, I just That's because I'm Canadian.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I love Rush. I, you know, I saw him on the 30th anniversary tour and I think that might be it for me because I it just Getty just I don't know his voice just doesn't. It disappoints me a little bit. I mean, everyone gives Ozzy shit, Vince Neil shit, you know, Paul Stanley shit about his voice, but for some reason, Getty gets a pass, and and his voice is is pretty much shot, in my opinion, on record and in concert. Um, And I love Getty. You know, I feel bad actually saying that, but uh, yeah, I
2: don't even feel that way. It's funny to hear you say that. I don't feel that way at all. But that's our own. He uh, cannot.
1: He cannot. His range is is as bad, if if not. You know, well as bad as Ozzy I mean he cannot hit the high notes he can I mean it's uh and to me it's it's uh sad to to watch him that's a band who I think should not be out doing it anymore they should they should hang it up you know I don't know well
3: if I can interject some of the bands you mentioned Mitch Iron Maiden Rush the reason they're not tired is because they're still focused on new music and they're focused in their show on delivering a different spectacle each tour you get different set lists, different you know, uh, musicianships. Different. You go to Motley Crue, KISS. They've been just going through the motions for 10 years. They might throw a little more pyro in, but it's the same 10 songs. It's the same shtick. It's the same... So, you know, and their albums are sounding the same. That's why we're tired of seeing those bands... But Iron Maiden, you know, listen, I'm not a huge, huge fan, but I'm excited when they come to town because yeah. I know it's not what yeah. they saw last year and it's not what I saw two years ago. And, and listen, same thing with Rush. They yeah, changed I mean, it up.
1: Well, Maiden, you know, too, they, they've gotten attacked for their set list here and there throughout the, the past decade. At well, times, they change it you know, too
3: much. That's, yeah, playing,
1: playing like the whole new album start to finish, you know. and, and <laughs> But
3: it's Courageous.
1: Yeah. And, and listen, I, I give them credit for doing that. And, and you know, to your point, I, I feel they're one of the, you know, only bands, one of the few bands out there of the old time bands, if you will, that are, are still uh, very relevant yeah, and i think the book music. of souls is, is, is you know i really sat down and listened to it uh last night actually for the first time all the way through and i am very very impressed
2: Yeah, me too it's funny we we're doing the same thing we are we are co-listening <laughs> that's great
1: better than the final frontier and i, I not yeah, that that, I agree. Was that record i it was one of my least favorite maiden records and that's not saying much cuz i love every one of the records but but uh, i i think it's a um uh, definitely a big step up from that. And and you look at the songwriting credits. It's so nice to see, you know, Bruce and, and Adrian Smith writing songs together again, such a great songwriting team. And, and they're, they're all really contributing. Dave Murray even has a credit on it. It's, it's a, uh, it's great stuff.
2: But that's, that's the thing, right? It's like you, you, these bands come out and they're just as old as these other bands that we're talking about. And that there is that feeling of when you listen to it, you just feel like, yes, like this, it's good. Like there's some good stuff going on here. It's nice to hear that because it's almost like you're surprised by it.
3: Well, yeah, you are. And I'll just keep repeating it over and over. They're focused on making new music. They're not like, well, we'll throw in a guitar part here, throw it in the blender, spit it out. Our fans will buy it. No, they're, they're actually interested and involved in thinking, yeah, we want to, you know, further the legacy, not just rely on it. Yeah, and there's there,
2: there's a there's a cohesion to it. Like you really can listen to Maiden through albums and sort of see progression. You may not love them all, but you can. You have to respect the body of work that they're creating. And I think, Mitch, your 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 point is exactly correct. So, speaking of music, let's let's wrap this up by talking a little bit about what we've been listening to lately. Uh, Mitch, what's been on your ears?
3: Uh, two brand new bands. Well, in fact, one not brand new, but uh, the the Biter's or just Biter's electric blood a band out of i believe atlanta uh incredible album i mean it's it's only 34 minutes long which is fantastic you can sort of walk around the block twice and hear the whole thing and it's it's sort of cheap trick meets ramon with sort of an 80s you know glam metal sensibility i mean it's just it's just a really fun fun album and uh Yeah, definitely Biters, Electric Blood, worth getting. And then the other one is Backyard Babies, 4x4. I believe they're out of Sweden. They've been around for forever. And uh, this new album is just, uh, again, like the Biters, strong from top to bottom, sort of punk meets Cheap Trick meets Ramones. Fresh sounding.
2: Uh, Stuff stuff for me to listen to tonight. Thanks, Mitch. Mark, what do you got?
1: Well, you know... Mitch Lafon, you may disagree with me because I heard you talking about this on the last Metal Wraps, but I, I am really impressed with the new Queensryche record, Condition Human, which I, I think totally recaptures the thing that made Queensryche great with those records, like you know The Warning and Rage for Order and Mind Crime. that classic Queensryche sound. Um, they have a producer who's a big fan of that, and I think he's really helped them tap back into this, and I haven't heard the new Jeff Tate thing yet, um, but it's, it's hard for me to imagine that, that it's anywhere close to the the new queens which uh, comes out i think next month condition human i like the new armored saint a lot i may have mentioned that win hands down um the new ghost record just blowing my mind i don't know how you pronounce it but mel meliora or something like that i have to say the new stuff. ghost
3: record <laughs> yeah that's great yeah
1: yeah
2: they're yeah. so creepy so we keep talking about them they're so great they're so creepy they're so strangers everything's great about that band and, I'll
3: say yeah, this and about a, lot a lot of people Drake don't with... get them sorry go ahead Go ahead, Mitch. I was going to say Queensryche. Uh, musically, it's a great album. It's just lyrically, it's a bit pedestrian. But but musically, yeah, it sounds exactly like anywhere between 1984 and 1988 Queensryche. So, so bravo for well, that. That's a sweet that.
2: spot for me and Mark,
3: though. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, our no. sweet spot. Listen, it's a great album. If, if you ask me on 10 what I would give it, you know, 7.5, 8, depending on you know if it's rainy or okay. sunny outside kind of thing. Right. But it's just lyrically, it's sort of... You know, listen, they're not great texts, but some people listen for lyrics. Some people listen for just music. Musically, it's very strong. It's kudos, but lyrically, meh.
2: I'm your go-to guy for Operation Crime any old day, but I got to – if push came to shove, I might go Rage for Order. So I'm totally with you, right. Mark. I hear what you're saying. Uh, for me uh, – well, there's three. One is we already mentioned Iron Maiden. Second one is a great Canadian band called The Tea Party. They just did a re-release 20th anniversary of a, an amazing album called Edges of Twilight, which if, if you've never heard just because you're in the States or you never heard of these guys, the Power Trio, absolutely incredible – Driving rock, I mean, it's just on hard rock, but really driving, sort of in that Zeppelin, y bluesy, Dorsey kind of way. Uh, the other album I like, we haven't we haven't talked about this band. Which we should probably should at one point. Is Wasp Golgotha? Great album. I can't believe I'm saying this. Really, really, really <laughs> okay.
3: strong. Great album. <laughs> I've not yeah.
2: heard
3: it. Yeah, really, really uh, uh, great. I've heard it. It's you know, it's Wasp. But uh, uh, to be fair, I've never been a fan. Uh, you know. Oh. I was a
1: major fan back in the 80s, but right. are, are you I, with and me, even Mark into the it? early 90s, I haven't, I've not heard
2: the new Wasp, uh, okay, some but Mark, of Black if I said, Wallace,
1: like whole political stuff has kind of turned me off, but I, should, I will definitely check it out now that you're saying this.
2: But would you be with me or against me on, on Crimson Idol? Oh, great record. Okay, awesome. so then you're going to be all you're going to be all the on Golgotha. Anybody who okay. is into that phase of the band when when Blackie was like going into this idea of like I got to write the next Tommy by the Who like yeah. that, that's that's this. This is like sort of the same vein of where, where he's going and I think he's matured a lot. I think the sound is great. I think there's there's some crazy guitar solos on their great work. And again, I'm shock them saying it myself too, but Warp we'll to check that out great great new album. Oh, um, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, so uh, let's wrap up by by just telling people a little, little bit about where they can find you and what's going on in your life. Uh, Mark, let's start with you.
1: Yeah, I wanted to mention real quick that Metal Wraps uh, has its own feed on iTunes. And uh, initially, when we first started the show, I was also putting it out on the Talking Metal feed. I stopped that somewhere around episode 10 or so. Uh, I'm now refeeding it through the Talking Metal feed. So if you're hearing this on Talking Metal uh, and you just want to get this and not Talking Metal, you can go to iTunes and subscribe to, to Metal Raps. Uh, if you're hearing this on, on Metal Raps, you can also know that if you subscribe to Talking Metal, you will get this as well as a bunch of other Talking Metal episodes. Uh, I just feel it's the best way to get it to the most ears is to uh, start putting it out on that Talking Metal feed again. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, we have a Talking Metal page. Please like it and uh, stay connected with me there.
2: That's awesome. Mitch.
3: Check me out on Twitter at Mitch LaFond. Facebook page is one on one with Mitch. Uh there, there you have it. And and I'm surprised. No Guns N' Roses reunion talk. Oh my <laughs> we'll god. We'll do it we'll do it uh, next year. I promise. I have um,
1: theories. I have theories as to what's going on that I think uh
3: 2017. Okay. 2000.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's coming. But yeah.
2: Okay. Well, this is gonna get so we're gonna we're gonna hold that as as we learn more for episode Stadium twenty of Tour. Metal Raps. That no, was Steven Adler exactly okay save it Uh, you can always find me at at Mitch Joel if you want to check out some stuff uh, check out Notrouble.com forward slash groove. It's my bass player's podcast. I'm saying it again here just because the brand new episode just went live. Number nine that I actually recorded Heavy Montreal with John Campbell, bass player of Lamb of God. And it was a long, fun half hour plus conversation with John. So check that out. And I mentioned it before as we were talking, but if you haven't seen the documentary, it might get loud. I'd also recommend you check that out too. And um, as always, we'll be back real soon with episode number 20 of Metal Raps. So thanks for checking us out.
3: Thank you.